going on, guys? Anthony here. I want to talk about something actually as I'm uh, as I'm searching on Quora. I haven't been on my account in a while, so I figured I'd pop on here and uh, see what type of questions the community left for me. Um, but as I'm searching for a good question, I want to reflect. I want to reflect on, you know, frankly, my entire professional career. You know, um, you know, I got a, I got a, a confession to make, I guess, you know, I talk about my business success and frankly, I talk about it in such a manner that I should expect people to be proud or, 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 or impressed or respect the work that I did in the entrepreneurial space. When in fact, if I'm being super frank, they clearly both did not work to some degree, right? Because I'm not really in the in the business of being a serial entrepreneur. So frankly, you know, if uh, if things were going the way they should have, you know, my first brand, I should still be running to this day. You know, my consultancy, I should still be running to this day. And uh, that's just the reality. And, and, and I'm not saying that to put myself down or to have any self-pity. I guess why I'm saying it is I'm just... I'm just super interested and fascinated with the, the 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 track and the trajectory of my career, and I think everything that I've been through has been a learning experience, right? I think um, I think everything is kind of stacked on top of each other, like like this is pretty interesting, and I and I I probably should try to see if I can find one. Let me actually see if I can find one, but. What's pretty interesting to me is, you know, I used to make content around employee experience back in 2013, 2014. And I was really mainly focusing on partnership, you know, uh, partnership consulting. Um, I just got off uh, running my football academy. I mean, I was I was doing very different work, yet I was uh, I was talking about you know, employee experience type content, um, which is, uh, which is interesting. Um, it's interesting because I don't know, it's, it's interesting and fascinating that I was, that I was, that I was looking into that stuff then. Right. Um, and what I could have been doing, I guess, is could have been doubling down on my marketing skills or doubling down on my entrepreneurial information, right? Whether it's business operations, whether it's branding, whether it's uh, whatever, all the different types of components of business, I probably could have been doubling down on that. But um, but I don't know. Having said that, I will say this. Let me say that I will say this. The tip that I will give as I am, again, looking for, some, for something, um, the tip that I will give is, you know, I want all young people that listen to this podcast seniors in high school, sophomores in college, seniors in college, you know, you know, young professionals like myself, realize and understand understand how everything stacks on top of each other. Realize that, you know, me talking and focusing on employee experience uh, seven, eight years ago um, put me in a kind of a subconscious mindset to to do it to do it seven, eight years later. Right. Think about, you know, all of my entrepreneurial ventures. Think about all of my restaurant work and advising and 
odd physical therapy and chiropractic marketing type jobs and um, you know, my experience operationally for a startup um, as they were going from, you know, the low six figures to the high six figure range and, and trying to scale and, and trying to create a, a culture and, and trying to have organizational development and, and structure. And think about everything that I've been in my career and how it stacks on top of each other for me to be who I am in this moment. And that's, you know, an executive of a brand that I'm proud of. Um, and and I'm, again, I'm saying that from, you know, I, I want people to use this as an example because I think a lot of people right now, right, a lot of employees that I'm talking to, um, even my mother to a certain extent, they're trying to figure out and craft and, and mold and shape what their life is going to look like long term um, from a professional stance. But what a lot of them are not willing to do, and not any one person, I'm just speaking at a macro level, what a lot of people aren't willing to do, a lot of people aren't willing to taste and test a lot of different things to develop a certain level of skills that are, that are ancillary to each other and that, are, um, that support each other as well and that develop a wide, you know, develops a wide framework. Like I'll give you a very simple component that has allowed me to remain dangerous. I've studied and listened to entrepreneurial business, uh, you know, neuroscience um, leadership type content for two hours a day, every day for like seven years. That's a lot of information. Um, and when you do that, you develop a lot of uh, you develop a lot of examples. You develop a lot of mental models. You develop a lot of frameworks. And when you develop frameworks and mental models and ideas, what you do then is when you get in real life situations where you have to utilize innovation and strategy and critical thinking, you can reference many examples, which gives you an advantage to some people that simply don't have that data in their subconscious to refer to. Um, It's helping with marketing. It helps with employee experience. It helps with business ideas. It helps with product and service delivery and design and execution it helps with a lot of, it helps with a lot of different things so uh, I, I think I stumbled across um, a, a question here but uh, I guess I'll wrap it up like this um, at the end of the day I want everyone that's listening to this podcast to be thoughtful about their life understand and break down all the different tiny skills that makes up a doctor, all the different tiny skills that makes up a yoga entrepreneur, all the different tiny skills that makes up someone in a child development space and all the little tiny skills that you guys have that you guys have obtained from being a babysitter or being a, 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 a pizza chef at Papa John's or or being a, a server at a fine dining restaurant or working in a doctor's office. Think about every little possible skill you could have ever uh um, uh, developed and, and, f- and figure out how you're going to bottle it, package it, figure out how you're going to utilize it and, um, and progress your career. Each, 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 each new job, each, each situation you put yourself into should be progression steps forward. So, uh, that's my tip. Uh, that's me trying to be a good guy. Um, so I have a question here, actually. So how do organizations uh, evaluate leadership qualities in people? How do, how do uh, 
organizations evaluate leadership qualities in people? Um, this is an interesting question uh, because we are literally doing that right now. Literally, literally, literally doing this right now. Uh, um, this is interesting. So for me, I look for a couple things. I've been introduced to organization as a, as a quality that I normally didn't look at because I'm not very organized. But what I now have come to respect and realize organizational skills can be skills that are um, skills that are developed by that person in their own way. So, you know, I have leadership or leadership, sorry, I have organizational qualities that are very unique to me and they make sense for me. Thus, it makes me efficient from a, you know, uh, from an organizational, you know, being organized standpoint. Um, so I, again, typically I did not look at someone being organized as a great leadership quality, but I now do, um, because of that newfound, uh, perspective on it and twist on it. Um, another one is there's been this conversation I've been having around executives versus managers and an executive to me, and this is really a leadership quality is an executive to me, it's all the way bought in. And that looks different for everyone. And that's also something that I've been thinking a lot about. Being all the way bought in looks very different for everybody. Uh, it does not necessarily have to look like me. Um, but but I, I, I believe tangibly with the amount of hours you put in, the amount of thinking you're doing around the business, around your particular job, I believe... There's, a, there's an extra oomph, if you will, that executives bring to the table that comes with reward, tangibly, financially, you know, emotionally, but also comes, you know, with stress at times and with heavy responsibility. Um, so that's another, you know, someone has to, has to be able to welcome that. That's another leadership quality. Um What's a third, and then I'll wrap it up, guys. Uh, a third quality that I've been really thinking a lot about. Um, I've actually been really into someone that is willing to bleed out of their fucking eyes rather than have 10 years in the game. I'll tell you why. I'd take, I'd rather take, I'd rather take someone 21, 22 tons of mental models because they've actually taken the time to reference all their like first six or seven different jobs and they developed and picked up tiny little skills in each one and had great managers and great examples and is willing to bleed out of their eyes and actually knows where they want to be at 47 roughly at 21 like they built out that map now if that map will go according to plan we all know the answer is no, but at least there's a map so you know where to begin walking. And when I have someone that is willing to bleed out of their eyes, they have a they have a navigation of where they want to be career-wise. They do have some of the core line base not baseline variables of a leader, of an executive that we need in a particular section, right? Operations, marketing, uh, relationships, partnerships, branding, whatever it's gonna be. Um, as long as they have those variables there, uh, that for me uh, is an executive and, and that is a quality kind of all in itself. There's, there's a lot there, but, um, that's a quality as well that I, that I see out of executives and I'd rather have, 
I'd rather I'd rather have someone like that than someone that's very seasoned, um, because for where we are, for me personally, again, being in a startup, being in a smaller business, you know, I need someone in that state because the amount of work we're going to have to put in probably over the next 18 months is going to be tremendous. And I wouldn't want to take anyone away from their family, kids, responsibilities, life too much mentally. Uh, Because time-wise, we're not doing anything outrageous, but a lot of mental energy is being spent. And that's just a reality. So um, I hope I was able to give some tips to my student listeners, as well as my young professionals, as well as just anyone that's making a transition professionally in life. And I hope I was able to answer uh, the actual official question for Cora was how do organizations evaluate leadership qualities and people? I hope I was able to answer that question as well. Um, I'm really, I'm, I, I just, I, I want to thank everybody that's ever listened to this podcast. You're amazing. You're beautiful. I appreciate you. Um, I, I know I'm pushing out a lot of content, but it's for, it's, it's really for you guys and, and, and you're the motivation. Um, and when I say you guys, I don't necessarily mean, people that are like, enjoy me personally. I mean, just all the people that I've interacted with and learned from and learn and and, and we're learning together and we're kind of helping each other and we're reaffirming each other's thoughts and and, and the work that we're doing. And I'm super just excited and grateful. Um, You know, I don't know. I'm going to just continue to do this forever, probably. And uh, it's all because of you guys. And it's all because of the great people that I've met and that have taught me and that I've connected with. And um, yeah, let's just keep pushing. Um, remember it's E1 employees first, then it's business, right? Then it's, then it's, you know, understanding how they, those two connect, right? But I, but, but, you know, always, always, always have your employees back first, care, love, respect them first, um, customers and money and growth and, and operations and policies, all that good stuff. You'll get there. But, uh, as long as you got a good team. Everyone has great head on their shoulders. Everyone is bought in and you love them first. You got a shot to succeed. Thanks, guys.